the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. got up you might want to slip a jacket on yeah i'm might need a jacket it's chilly outside it's uh 55 in cab at 58 here at little rock it's a little chilly out it's a cold rain coming down yeah. out there with the winds blowing all i know is this i went out i went back in put the coat on and was so glad when i did because i had to stop and get gas and was at the gas station. I was at the Valero right there on 5 and 85 and, and 89. And my gosh, the wind was blowing. It was blustery out. It was chilly outside. That's not fair. We're supposed to have Indian summer. We're supposed to still have 90-degree days. And I don't see any forecast for that in any time in the near future. That's for sure. That doesn't hurt my feelings any. I've had enough above 90-degree no, days for a while. I'm ready for a change. Not me. I, <laughs> I, I like hot weather. R.D. Hopper is here. Iverson Jackson on his way. Paul Calvert's on his way. Uh, we're hoping that Jan Morgan gets feeling better. She's under the weather this morning. Let me know at the uh, early this morning. She would not be here today. So uh, hopefully she'll be back with us tomorrow. First day... First Monday in three weeks that you guys have been in here in the studio. Yeah, it's been a while, hasn't it? It has been a while. Well, so really, many things really have four happened. four weeks. Really four weeks. So many things have happened in the last four weeks, haven't it? It's been a month. <laughs> COVID-19. And now, uh, did you hear it? Did you see this article over the weekend? I had to laugh at it. Uh, the couple of doctors that were in Houston talking about COVID-19 is, you know, because it's a virus, it's changing, it's evolving. And they said that it's uh, strengthened. Not that it's strengthened in how it, what it does to you, but strengthened itself so that it can be more, uh, uh, better able to infect you. And it said that the reason it's doing that is because we're all wearing masks and social distancing. <laughs> now, I started thinking about that. That means that this virus can think. Doesn't, doesn't, isn't that what that tells you? Already? That's crazy. You know, viruses adapt, but yeah, I don't think they have the ability to reason. I don't now, either. I don't think it, but yeah, it adapts to drugs, but I don't think it can react to a mask. A mask will make it uh you know spin off a different i mean when you look at it under the microscope does it have little eyeballs now so it can look at us <laughs> that's Ooh. crazy but where's your faith well use common sense 
Yeah, common sense and logical thinking went out the window a long time People ago. People have gotten just so seriously strange with this virus. Well, you know. You no know, different than any other virus, basically, we've ever had. I, you know, people are too often ready to trade security for, for freedom, and uh, I, it usually doesn't work. You usually get neither whenever you make that trade, but we just help people, you know, use common sense, keep a distance, and uh, you're over 21, make your own decisions. I don't know why people think that the, it's the governor's job or the president's job or anybody else's job to make all our decisions for well, us. Well, I'm a, taking part in that uh, lawsuit that Dan Sullivan, State Senator Dan Sullivan, has brought against the uh, Arkansas Department of, uh, of Health because they've, over, they've overstepped their bounds. They're not an elective body. And our legislature needs to be uh, brought into the decision-making process now about what we're going to and not going to do here in the state. Now, the governor has been making these decisions, and the Arkansas Department of Health has been making these decisions uh, for uh, for months. It's time that the people have a say in, in, in some of this. Iverson Jackson has stepped into the room. Everybody, by the way, just so you guys know, we are on, we got Facebook Live going again. So you can see them. They're both here. You know, too many times in this state, we were, we were reminded that the Democrats were in charge for a long time. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. There's so, so many 130, things. 140 years. Is that? Yeah. That's a, so, so many things. The balance of power have, has been, has been set off kill by, mm-hmm. by Democratic policies and Democratic laws. So, you know, it's time to bring the balance of power back. And, you know, these, Guy, I'm sure the legislature is going to put some definition of what constitutes an emergency. When can Mm -hmm. the governor take over and make all the decisions? And when does he have to, you know, contact the House and the Senate? So uh, we need some freedom back. And when we elect somebody, we need them to be able to make the decisions and be involved in making decisions from our local communities. Well. That's what your representative and state senator is all about, and and they've kind of they've locked themselves out because of some stupid legislation that they passed that the governor and the Arkansas Department of, of uh, Health have taken advantage of. Well, this, you know, in the context of of, uh, of the Democrats being in charge for a very long time, I made this point to someone the other day. So, you know, we have a lot of work to do as Republicans, because if you've been in charge of a system for 130, 140 years, we've got to go in and undo a whole lot of stuff. So that's what I'm saying. You yes, know, definitely. I, oh, and, you know, you look at on the one hand, we say we got to get this done. But on the other hand, you know, you do have to commend uh, for the work that's been done in just a very yeah, few I agree short, with that. short uh, years. Uh, what, six years, I think, since 2014 yeah. is really when the Republicans took over in full of the government. So I, I don't know that we will understand just how deeply the Democrat Party uh, has its tentacles through our government and just how ate up it really was. The Republicans have brought out. so many things to light. We're finding out and now. we're finding out We're now. finding out now. And, and the sad thing, whether whichever party you're on, sometimes it's it's... 
hard for someone to cut their own power. Well, it is, and yeah. and uh, and take some of their power away. But politicians we need... are politicians. <laughs> <laughs> they do have ambition. Some I'm of just them do saying. that. <laughs> but here's that little little old pesty book, little pesty thing called the Constitution that sometimes gets in the way. But, you know. know you know, talk about the Constitution. One thing we don't need, we don't need taxes in the Constitution <laughs> that takes it out of the voters' hands. So everybody yeah. out there, there is a bill out there that's coming up that issue they want to put. Issue one. They want to put a state tax in the Constitution of Arkansas Half a percent. so the voters cannot go back and change it. So... Uh, that's that's dirty pool to me. That's dirty pool. Do you remember the last tax? There's only one other tax that's in the Constitution. Do you know what it is? I don't remember what that uh, one is. This, that was, I think, the income tax that was instituted during World War II. Nope. That's the, the, nope. Is that not? No. Nope. Oh. That, that's national. That would be okay, national. Okay, you're talking about a local. I'm talking about here in state. Oh. We only right. got one Did other. those Democrats slip one in there? We only got one other. Yeah, one, one other tax. Okay, Dave, you got us now. Arkansas game of fish. Oh, was oh, that right? Remember that three three quarters of a percent was no, it? No, I don't remember that. That was passed years you, ago. That you know, needs to be change. changed. Somebody yeah. needs to run. Uh, you know, you get that gone, boy. If if Wildman was here, he'd be arguing <laughs> with me right now. But here's the key: you, you got enough money now with all of the money they get from the shale mm-hmm. and everything that mm-hmm. they've they've got the land and stuff. Mm-hmm. They do not need. That tax. Things change. You need to be able to adjust the taxes. Things change. You don't need it written in the Constitution. And they've become a quasi-law enforcement organization, which I don't like. They have all of the powers of the police. So does the highway department. The legislator, they don't approve the projects or anything that the Arkansas Arkansas State Highway Department does. Uh, they approve their own projects. They approve their own projects, spend their own money, and uh, the people that we elect has has no say about what they do. So we have unelected officials uh, making decisions on where they're going to spend our tax money and how they're going to spend our tax money. And again, that's another unwinding or uh, you know unraveling of a system that was in place for so long. And uh, so, so it's a lot of work to be done out there. Yeah, but, but I guarantee you one thing: putting a sales tax in the state constitution is not unwinding the system. That is adding more bureaucracy to the system. But here's the, here's the good thing: at this point today, the power is in the hand of the people because That's the state has to vote, and and this is what it's all about. Because uh, you know, if the people will determine citizen government, the people will determine if they will. They want well, to be the sad thing like is that they name their issues by the wrong names, yeah. and and they mislead voters. If you don't read the thirty-one page report, you don't see that there's one line in there that changes it from what mm-hmm. it sounds like. Did you say it actually three? does? It's, you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> so the voters can be misled. By propaganda better, on their television better, and by better, misrepresentation. You make it plain, R.D. <laughs> yeah, we're talking now. We're talking a couple of elections ago. That's exactly uh, right. Issue three, which was dealing uh, with the term limits. Now, what they said it was about was about ethics. <laughs> and there was nothing ethical about issue three. What was 
buried in issue three is changing term limits in the state of arkansas and just happened by the way to add a little council in there appointed by themselves to review their raises on a regular basis you know in the ethics system so they could appoint people to review their own raises that is the ethics bill (laughs) so i'm saying hey i'm sorry if there's an issue coming from the capitol i'm reading every line of it well there you go yeah and they don't even vote on their own on their own uh uh raises that that that's a committee that does that yeah, you know, I it know you, you guys don't want it, but we're going to make you take it. They do that the same. They do that up in Washington too. Well, I tell you what, that's not. We carried. can't stop it. That's what the, <laughs> we can't stop the raise. So, so it's we coming elected whether you. we like it or not. We elected you, and you can't even control how much money you that you give yourself. That's so, right. They can't. So, uh, boy, I tell you what. From what I can see, we've not been unwinding it fast enough. We're adding to it. All right, 18 after 6, power panels here. Uh, Jan Morgan under the weather, so I got a late uh, call that she would not be here. But Paul Calvert is on his way from Cabot, or Cabot, Conway, but he'll be a little bit late. But he'll be here. Our Old Testament prophet will be showing up here on the power panel here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Welcome back here on Facebook. We're glad to have you here. If you're listening on the radio or you're watching on the Internet, doesn't matter. You're going to get the same amount of information. We're going to talk about the new Supreme Court nominee that the president has made. Finally, the woman that I've wanted to see on the Supreme Court has been nominated. This is going to be fun. It's the Dave Ellswick Show here on 101.1 FM, The Answer. All right, since we're talking about that on air, because we're going to air the debate tomorrow night you know, live right here on the radio, All right. it's important for you to, to at least listen in if you're not somewhere where you can watch. And I know watching will be maybe boring, but maybe not. You just never know what's going to happen. But uh, a lot of people say, man, Trump's going to clean the floor with Biden. Let me warn you about something. The media, for the last two weeks, has been downplaying how well Biden's going to do. Nancy Pelosi is downplaying, you know, well, I think, you know, the vice president will do fine. But if I were him, I wouldn't even debate the president. They're downplaying it. So if he just shows up, (laughs) he wins. They did this with him when he went up against Sarah Palin. Remember that when they had the debate? It was not memorable. Going up against Sarah, Sarah Palin and going up against Donald, Donald Trump. Trump about like going up against your Sunday school, school teacher. teacher or something like that. But, yeah, but I don't disagree with what you're saying. However, the low uh, expectation in other words, they've lowered. I mean, it's like if you're doing uh, what's that when you dance and you got to go under the bar. Oh, right, yeah. yeah that, if I you're da- that. if you're dancing that. If they raise the bar up to nine feet tall, it's kind of easy to dance under that bar. You can walk under He'd it. He'd probably still duck. Yeah. Biden. That's, that'd be a Biden. He'd well, be that's Biden. what they've done to their education system. Well, <laughs> that's what the Democrats trying to do is dumb everybody down. I make just sure got to believe. I think if you got, If you a, have a children and you're keeping them in the uh, public school system, get them out. Yeah, you know this. This just uh, get them out. All, my, all you gotta do. Look at Little Rock right now. Look at the teachers. I mean, they're being. They are literally 
being warned, you don't show up for work, we're going to let you go. Because the the union is saying teachers aren't going to show up for your kids. They're just not going to show up. It's too dangerous. Too dangerous for the the teachers. That's left-wing propaganda. All they're trying to do is sway the election and trying to make the other side look bad. Yeah, once again, because they have had control of the education system for so many decades now, for so many decades now, now we, we're seeing the, the uh, full-on uh, results of the Democrats being in charge of the education system. Yeah, and that, got it's kids both that, in the state and in the nation. Yeah. They, they were in charge too long, but thank goodness we got Donald Trump as president, and then he's going to go ahead and... And, and run things through. When he thinks something right, he he goes for it. He and, goes for it. You well, know, back when we had the Bushes and some of them, uh, nothing you know against them personally. But sometimes when the push come to shove, they they wouldn't shove. They just bow down and, and kind of be politically correct because about they things. they were used to doing it yeah. that way. They were used to you know getting down on one knee and genuflecting to the democrats that's not happening anymore yeah, for the most part yeah we're not this is this is no longer a gentleman's game i mean this well, is the democrats have been playing like gentlemen no, for a long time they haven't, but you know the, the republicans felt like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> felt like that you know they had to be gentlemen and i i get that and uh you know like you said the bushes were were nice people but uh the democrats weren't playing nice with them Is there anybody out there that honestly believes that if the Democrats had the presidency and the Senate right now, that we would have have already known who the nominee was going to be and the hearings would start tomorrow? They would have propped Ruth Bader Ginsburg up at the hearings just so she could give her approval in the casket. Well, thank goodness, you know, we don't have... We don't have a politician as president right now that's worried about their career right. or worrying about making somebody mad. And, and, and at least they're standing up to them and trying to do fight as hard as the Democrats have fought. The Democrats have fought hard for a long time. They got Roe versus Wade passed. They've got high taxes. We've got a huge government. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's time to cut it back some. And that's not a that's not a it's a, not an a, easy, a, easy thing to job. do. No, it's not. It's not. It is so not. So you have to keep your freedom, to whatever you have, while you have it, and then you got to fight to get back what you've lost. What was lost. That's exactly right. And again, right. we've got to get civics back in uh, our school system. Real, okay. real civics. Yeah, I want to talk about that for the simple reason that oh, yes. if you know anything about history of this country, you know that if the the president and the Senate of or are the same party, that they're going to nominate and they're going to confirm those nominees that they can. I mean, 19 times they've done it. Yeah. 18 times they confirmed. The only one they didn't confirm was that he had uh, some skeletons in mm-hmm. his closet that came out during the confirmation. I'm not expecting that about Amy Barrett. I mean... I'm not saying that she's Snow White, but I'm saying maybe she's about as close to Snow White as you can get in a political kind of a situation. With seven children, you don't have a lot of time to get in trouble. <laughs> and, I, and when we come back, Iverson, a um, uh, head of a department at Boston University over the weekend 
started tweeting left and right about her. And you won't believe, well, you will believe, but I mean, it's hard to believe that this topic has come up again. It came up during the 80s. Now it's come back in the 21st century. We'll talk about it uh, when we, and it has to do with Barrett. And it has to do with her children. And that's coming here on, on the Dave Ellswick Show. I'm just telling you, get ready. The Democrats will not be able to control themselves. They're going to go wild in the confirmation hearings, and it might totally blow up Biden's whole presidential campaign. We'll find out about it when we come back. All right, 25 minutes to 7. Iverson Jackson's here. Artie Hopper is here, part of the uh, power panel. Jan was going to be here, but uh, let us know late last night that she is under the weather and will not be here. Got a, got a cold sore. Mm-hmm. Bad. Uh, Paul is on his way, so he'll be joining us here in a few moments. I uh, I did what you're supposed to do as a talk show host. I gave you something to to wait for, to come back for, to, to be stick, continued, to stick around for, <laughs> and uh, and that deals with uh, Amy uh, Barrett and uh, how some Democrats and liberals and leftists, but I repeat myself. Uh, are attacking her and media a uh, director of a (laughs) anti-racism organization at boston university attacked amy barrett over the weekend about her children i mean nothing's off bounds when it comes to democrats when it's come to the supreme court just remember that this is an argument, and I told Iverson what I was going to talk about, and he remembers this years ago. Uh, this was an argument that went on and uh, trying to make people feel guilty about doing good. It's like, you know, it's like in, you do good and they still find yeah. fault with you. Uh, and he came out and attacked Barrett and her husband saying that they were American colonialists because they had adopted two children from Haiti. That by adopting two children from Haiti, what they were really, what was really going on in their minds. See, now, here we go now. <laughs> we always talk about hate speech. Here, Here's a perfect example of... You're thinking this. We know you're thinking this, and so you're guilty. Like a red flag law? Yeah, yeah. All right. Governor. Think about this. They said that she's guilty of being a uh, a racist because she adopted these two children from Haiti, her and her husband, so that they could say that they're not racist. And uh, this guy says, but they're really racist because they're doing it to placate the feelings within their own minds that they are racist. Is that a racist remark? Do you remember? Do you remember when <laughs> yeah, we went yeah, through this before, yeah, Iverson? Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. It was crazy. You know, there was a time when uh, it was uh, there was a movement of, of uh, white folks were uh, were uh, adopting black children. Well, really, minority children. Yeah, because Chinese, because Vietnamese. nobody else was adopting yeah. those children, mm-hmm. 
and some people from, and it was basically from the black community, mm-hmm. saying they're stealing their blackness from them. <laughs> what did they? What they did? They dip them in some kind of color changement or something. Those those kids are going to be black all their lives. Is it just amazed me? They have no choice. Like just, with the, the homosexuality, it's a choice. Okay, I did bring that in on that, didn't I? Well, the, the, I, the, the I, notion that, that, that that's that's almost like they're saying, well, black people aren't as good as white people, or black people are inherently different than white people, and if you adopt a, a white... And if, if you that's adopt, exactly what they were saying. They're, they're saying you you're, you mean, you're mean, stripping their culture from them. You mean minority remark. children can be as smart as white children? <laughs> well, I don't know. You better ask a Democrat about that. Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, I remember I mean, that. You'd be, yeah, I do remember yeah. that. I mean... Look, they're saying you know you're 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 stripping their culture from them. I just it just amazes me. You aren't me. born with culture. You're born into culture. You're, you're, born not, you're, not, born you're not born with, with it. The, the fact is that we don't have to have to 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 make. Now bones. wait a second. Yes, I was born into my culture. That's why, of course, you know I have white privilege. Oh, yeah. Don't even get me started. <laughs> you saw the last time that came up. Yeah. My blood pressure just went down. <laughs> Your blood pressure going back up now? Uh, uh, yeah. But, you know, that, that's racist. That's racist. Basically what they're saying is they're subjecting these poor kids to the United States of America and the American dream. Don't bring people from poverty. Let them stay. Don't bring them people from all those places where they're starving. Yeah, where they're starving. No and educational and system. Bring them to America. No healthcare system. Yeah. Who Don't bring them to America. This is a bad place. What's Don't bring bad them place? over what here. What do we care? What color the parents are going to be if they're taking the children in from a situation that's absolutely terrible? You mean like? I, I mean, why, why it, keep bringing up the color? Of the parents, why well, would well, they? That's, why, why that's, they that's, that's what it's all about. That. That's you know the that. it's identity yeah. politics. Well, I know it, but, but, but that's but just like can, a policeman, you know, hitting a white person over the head with a with a club stick. For you know, you're not going to hear about that on the news. If a white person gets beat up by a cop, you think you're going to see that on CNN? Uh, probably. We'll make the first minute. <laughs> Maybe. I don't think not. so. It's not happening. Not. But, There's an agenda out there. But how cruel! Think about how cruel that really is to say you don't want to give a child an opportunity. Well, how many of those same people send money to relief organizations? Or if, if they if they yeah, have don't that send type your money. Heart, don't send your money. Hold your money because they might not. They might strip the black black from these people. Is that is that what is that what's going to happen if They're I send black money to culture? A, like I just said, to be black the Indians. culture. You know, you, you think think about you, you. Yeah, I want y'all to remember this about Bear Bryant. You don't know Bear Bryant. Oh man, he's my favorite. He's okay. from Arkansas. You remember what Bear Bryant did? He started giving scholarships to black athletes. That's exactly when the, right. When the when the uh, uh, SEC or this whatever it was called, I guess it was still SEC back then. But when they were snow lily white. And he started giving black athletes an opportunity. He went to their home. And he and did. Begged for and them to he come. He did. He sure did. He did. He, and he, apparently he maybe recognized, you know what? These people aren't just totally worthless. Yeah. Well, they're, 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 they're people, and they're actually valuable to me. Well, Bear Bryant looked for somebody that was hungry and wanted to, and fight. Wanted to fight. Bear Bryant come from a cotton patch. He come from, he come he, from he sharecroppers. Fair. So he, he was going to find somebody that's hungry. Bear Bryant like hungry players is you what know, he that, likes. That's, that's one of the, the uh, beauties of, of being in military day. 
you don't care what the next guy beside you look like. What you care is that he, he's, you know, he's your buddy. He can do a fireman's carry you out of there. He's gonna, he's got your back. He can take care of you. You don't go oh, that he can shoot good. That he can shoot. Good. <laughs> <laughs> he That's barely, all I cared he about. Make, make marksman. Maybe, maybe if he's behind you, he knows where the safety is. He knows at. where the safety yeah. is. <laughs> do you have your marksman? Marksman medal. a better, a better <laughs> life. Now, now they'll say, well, you know, you guys don't want kids coming from the south of the border. Totally different situation. That what they're doing is illegal. Yep. And they're putting their children's lives in jeopardy. Yep. It's a it's about opportunity. It's about and opportunity. Bear Bryant yes. gave, gave young kids, no matter what color their kids what skin was, he treated them the same and he gave them opportunity. Coming to America is about opportunity. opportunity. It's not about free. And think about this. You you get one child, like Bear Bryant, one child. That changes the entire family lineage from there on change the total the dynamics of that family. From that time forward, because if you played for Bear Bryant, you probably were going to get a good shot at playing for the pros. That's right. And you're going to work your butt off. Or at off. least you're going to have a very good job after you finish playing for uh, Alabama or Arkansas. Yeah, or because let's, let's remember, though, going to the pros back in that day wasn't, much. wasn't like it is. Now, no. I was listening to right. Jim Palmer, great, great pitcher in the major leagues. One of the best with the Baltimore mm-hmm. Orioles. And uh, he said, as a rookie, how much do you think he was making? I don't know. $50,000 a year. $7,000 a year. $7,000. Well, I was going to go with the fifty two. Hey, well, $7,000 a year. And he said, when you got, because he's, you know, he's famous for doing the underwear. Yeah, commercials. yeah, yeah, I remember. When you're offered $400 a the shill for underwear, that's a big deal. You're, you're, ready, to get, you're ready to get those fruit of around. That's exactly right. Those days. I, think it was, I think for him it was Hanes, wasn't it? Yeah, was it yeah, Hanes underwear? But well, you know what you learn from Bear Bryant or, or, or football altogether is nobody's going to give you anything. Oh, you're going to have to work for it. You're going to have to earn it. Yeah. And you're going to play within the rules. You're going to abide by the rules. And you're going to follow the coach's plan. You so you're going to learn to follow a plan. Yep. You're going to worry about hard work. Yep. And you're going to w- w- learn that losers don't get a trophy. <laughs> that you're going to have to win if you want to get a trophy. Bear Bryant's They've going tried to, to change that. that. They have right. tried to change that. You well, know, by not keeping and score and all kinds That's of crazy, crazy. crap. That, that's why are you playing if you don't keep scoring? You're just shooting around. Yeah. Well, you're raising, just have fun. There's yeah. no fun with that. What you're you doing? Angry. You're raising losers. That's what you're doing. Bear Bryant, he trained winners. He could take your team and beat you with your team, with your or team. take his team and beat you. I mean, because it was about work, work ethics, and it was about opportunity. And when America gets back to opportunity yeah. Yeah. and and giving somebody a chance. That's what we America is all about. The mm-hmm. people that came over here, you know, whenever the uh, it was tough and there wasn't an Empire State Building, no, and and there wasn't it wasn't it was still the land of opportunity. No, they came the to America came and helped die. build that yeah, the well, Empire State. It's the land of opportunity well, is what and, it is. And it's also the other aspect of it. Opportunity comes uh, comes with responsibilities as well. And so so when opportunities wow. are there, when liberties are there. The fact is, I might make a bad decision, and it might hurt me, and I need to be hurt. Mm-hmm. I don't need government to come along and scoop me nope. up and say, oh, I'm going to pat my head and, and, and wipe my behind. 
and and um, and fix my problems for yeah. me. I need to be responsible for my own problems, mm-hmm. and you know, especially that, if you made bad decisions, yeah. right? Right. And the fact is that my neighbors might come along and help me, and that's good, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But my neighbors should not be forced. That's right. And that's one of the problems that we have right now. Is it well? Now, wait. We don't use the word force in this studio. It's coerced. 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 <laughs> <laughs> We're fancy now. <laughs> Uh, in other words someone will come and hurt you if you don't help yeah i tell you what, that socialist doesn't don't like responsibility and the democrats today are full-blown socialist and and some Steam of the ones rolling rolling that, well, that and, and some republicans are full-blown yeah, you're, socialists. You're right. yeah. and so, so the problem is that we've got and maybe socialist isn't isn't a harsh enough word anymore because it doesn't hurt people's feelings maybe we need to go ahead and call them what they are they're thieves they're robbers. They're 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 people who want to steal your stuff and hurt you if you don't comply with them. They're no different than the person who sneaks in the middle of the night and steals your television because they they're, don't have one. They're worse because the or guy who want sneaks in the middle of the night and, and steals your television, you can hurt him. You can defend yourself against him. If you try to defend yourself against these government thugs, they'll kill you. Yeah, you got the you got you got yeah, the a ballot court, there's, box. There's a, there's a ballot box in a court system, but at least the, the thief who breaks in your house at night, you can immediately deal with him. Well, immediately, well, I immediately. would agree with that. All right, twelve minutes until seven. We'll take a break. That's Paul Calvert, the Old Testament prophet, is in the studio. <laughs> Good to have him here. Uh, Jan Morgan again under the weather. She'll be back with us hopefully next week. Uh, Jr. Not Jr. Rd. I get them mixed up. <laughs> R.D. Hopper is here. He's right in the middle. And then over on the far side is, uh, of course, Iverson Jackson. By the way, you did not see wrong. It says Martha's Vineyard on his jacket <laughs> as he was taking off. I've already questioned him. It's cool. Don't worry about it. We got more coming your way here on the Dave Ellswick. All right, back with you uh, six, about six minutes <laughs> till uh, seven o'clock. And uh, the rain, for the most part, in our area is letting up, and it's going to be done. It's going to the south of us, the rain is, according to my color radar, unless it's being manipulated by somebody. But it's going to the south of us. And in some of those southern areas, it's raining very, very hard in areas. So be careful. Do not drive into water that's over the highway. So I think I heard on the radio on the way in that they've shut down I-30 because of flooding. Yeah, where at? I, I I can't remember where they said. I think it may have been up north a little ways. but um, Kind it, of in a low-lying area? I can't remember, but it wasn't ter- terribly far away from, from this area. I mean, it was on it was on 101. Yeah, you, do you remember 67? It might have been. That might just, have been what it was. Just yeah. to the north of uh, Jacksonville yeah, that, that, when we that had is, all that that rain and it shut it all down. It was, that was crazy. That was for several days, wasn't it? Or was yeah, it well, yeah, and then when they when they repaired that area, they raised, they raised it, it up. up. Good thing. Wow. That was a good thing. You remember that. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was a mess. Because people were yelling at people that were on the Quorum Court in Lone Oak, too, about that. So was it... Takes it! So surely that, that they didn't build that highway that way years ago did something direct water yeah yeah remember remember what happened they they did the road construction and they built a new trash mountain oh so they diverted and i think that that diverted some water around because when they did that didn't they start having that flooding over there towards you uh in jacksonville yes wow see i think that sort of thing is is happening maybe all over the country but 
you know how the the government has been building dikes and levees all over the place for years and cities do the same thing i think to keep like the arkansas river from flooding well that that's kind of neat and good but when you do that it also keeps um it, it tends to make the river rise in other places i think and so when you block flooding in one area you can cause someone else to flood somewhere else and so <laughs> well, let's say grow rice. And that, and that, Isn't that the way the people who don't have the flooding anymore think? Well, yes, it's, it's probably exactly what they think. Um, but part of the problem is, so government takes our money and directs water onto us because we, we didn't maybe lobby our congressman good enough well, or something of that nature. See, I brought that up. This is several years ago when they built the uh, Walmart there on Highway Ten out on the west side of, of Little Rock. Yeah. And the people that were living in the subdivisions up the hill were yelling about it because it was destroying their beautiful view no, like, of the pristine area around. And I said, where was that argument when you were building your houses? Right. <laughs> right. right. So, I, I've been on the other side of that argument before. Mm-hmm. And – yeah, as long as it's somebody else, it's, it's always different. It's yeah, it always depends different. on who, whose bull is it's getting gored. Right. Well, and part That's of it is, fact. you know, <clears throat> I live on about, there's about, between our family out there, we've got about maybe 80 acres where we are. And so in some, How dare you? In some directions. <laughs> White privilege. I guess so. In some directions, <laughs> um, you really couldn't build You can't anything. even speak now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you really couldn't build much. And and be in my view, but but in at least one direction, somebody could buy the property, and it would be kind of just well within stone's throw from where I live. You know, I wouldn't necessarily like that like it all that much for someone to build right there, even if it was a nice house. So I are you going to buy it? I, well, I might yeah. if it went up for well, sale. You know I might. What? Well, if that's it was a business, key. yeah. That's if it was thing. a business, somebody might get a job. They might, and somebody might pay right. taxes. But but, yeah, but maybe but what here's I should, the key: if you don't want. Them to build there, buy, it. buy, buy the it. land, and, and so yeah. the solution is maybe I should just get get a, get the government to pass a law and tell tell them they can't build a house there, or maybe that they can't put a trailer in there because it might make my property value go down, or maybe maybe I should try to block some sort of some ethnic group group that I don't like because maybe I just don't like them. Well, I tried to put a salvage yard in Washington County, right. Arkansas. Right. Washington County, Arkansas, is a little bit to the left. <laughs> just yeah. a little, just a little bit to the left. <laughs> and they like poor people and, and, so much yeah. they don't want them in their backyard. Yeah, well, they don't want those poor people to get a job because right. all they want are golf courses and hotels. Or, or they, they don't want an ugly business that pays people and helps pays for police cars and fire departments. You're, so you're forgetting about something. There are probably no poor people living there. Uh, yeah, they probably can't afford to live there. No, I was that's out the reason Lincoln. that they don't live there. Yeah, I was out in Lincoln, Arkansas, and you know the one thing, and I did get it done. I spent uh, too much money and it and ended up selling out because you know I spent so much trying to get a business established. But I, I went to the city council and they said we need a tax base in our city, so we're going to help you. The city council took me to the county judge and we got it done. So it you wasn't didn't easy. Grumbling, cry about the other one. You just went somewhere else yep, and got yep. it done. Yeah. All right. We're out of time for the first hour. Stick around. Got another two hours coming up. One will be in the next hour. The third hour will be at six o'clock tonight. And it's all coming your way here on the Dave Ellswick Show.
Six minutes after seven on a Monday. The power panel is here. Paul Calvert has made his way from Conway here. Uh, I sent him a text. What was it? About 430? You know, I don't know what time it actually got there, but I didn't see it till about maybe 545. Okay, well, and and you said, I'm going to be a little late. (laughs) Because I got a message overnight while I was asleep. Look, when I get up at at four o'clock in the morning i go to bed at nine all right so that i can wake up at four o'clock in the morning and uh jan i think sent me a text that i don't know what time that was 10 was 11, 11 o'clock yeah yeah that, that she wasn't going to make it and so as soon as i saw it um i look I, I try to keep three people in the studio with me now i try not to have too many people four or five or whatever because i start getting the powers to be saying you got too many people in your studio <laughs> so we we keep it at three so jan 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 was going well, i was asleep jan jan was going to come and then she said she couldn't make it and so i let paul know to see if he can make it and he could so we're at full power now paul calvert mm-hmm. is here along with rd hopper and of course iverson jackson is here as well so everybody is here and accounted for Next week, if Jan can come, uh, then Paul will stay home. Okay. So that's kind of the way we're we're rotating a couple of people <laughs> on that. And then once in a while, when when I get an RD call and he says I can't make it because I got to go to some big big voodoo convention uh, <laughs> in New York City and um, I got to go so I can drink my fill. Um, <laughs> we had somebody else. that yeah. was a joke okay <laughs> you got to be around uh, this show a, a while to understand yeah. those things i love Artie. he comes in and says i gotta have a cup of coffee i need to sober up <laughs> That's what's the, yeah, everybody knows me I, I have to sober up every morning but you know i don't drink that's so funny such a funny uh, thing he oh says that to me all the time it makes just, me laugh uh, the weekend really off of me yeah, yeah. It does yeah. make me laugh get a hangover from the sunday afternoon nap the day before uh, yeah. and then let me remind everybody that running the starship enterprise you can't see her is uh, is heidi heidi is over in the other studio and she does a fantastic yes. job of keeping this show kind of on the rails it's, <laughs> it's really difficult to keep me straight and narrow it really uh, is i tend to chase rabbits at times here on the show we, we, we just do we, that kind of stuff rabbit we like rabbits can be fun yeah we like rabbits okay so are you guys gonna watch the debate tomorrow night uh, Paul? I, I suppose so yeah i mean what else will we do okay we're political junkies yeah yeah how about you Artie? Gonna watch I don't it? think I have any meetings that night, so yeah, the AA meetings so, is a different. Popping the popcorn, getting ready. Uh, Iverson, yeah. I will be in, uh, I think, Marlton tomorrow night. Will probably be finished uh, before the debate starts, but I probably won't watch it. Okay. Well, you know what you're going to hear. Yeah. I, I like how Biden says, well, you know, well I don't know that, if I want to uh, go because Trump uh, always lies. That, that, what, that thing, it says, you know, we the... Uh, 
It's called the I don't have States it. Constitution. I don't have it with me right now, but did you did you see the video of him saying the the uh a pledge of allegiance last week? I, I can only oh, take so much. it all up. I can only oh. take Did they not put it on the prompter yeah. for him? Oh, no, I guess not. Either that. <laughs> oh, wow. I watched a, uh, a video yesterday. and I don't, was saying it. I'm I don't trying. know if it was true or not, but it was one of these people who does body language. Mm. And, and body language says a lot about what you're thinking and what you're doing in your head. And it showed Biden uh, at one of these town halls. And it said by watching his eye movement, and there's something to this because the FBI uses this technique when they're interviewing you, and they can tell whether you're remembering something that truly happened or you're making something up that didn't happen. Hmm. They can figure that out. And it was a way of you could tell that somebody was talking to him Uh while he was listening to the questions coming from the crowd, which makes you wonder. Now, you can put those earbuds into your ears now and not see them. So were they feeding him information? I think they're going to have to check that stuff before well, the Sounds the like that, uh, that uh, was that drama series, uh, Lie to Me, where the guy, you know, he can read facial expressions. Oh, that was a great show. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's not on any longer. Yeah, it's not on. It was only three seasons. It was a good, that was, yeah, good, it was a good, though. good show. Yeah. Micro, micro, yeah, micro uh, type of tips that, yeah. that you give. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. See that? See that? Right there. Right there. Right there. Well, I, I, I don't know. A career politician, <laughs> I think they may have already figured all that out. I don't know. Don't they say that, that was it 80% of communication is nonverbal? Yes, <clears throat> don't they say it? so? It's so there's a, and that's one of those things about this mask thing is that when we mask people up, and you try to talk to someone, how much are we losing? No, 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 Paul, you got that all wrong, all wrong. Eighty percent of communication. Every married man <laughs> in the room knows. You know, you you don't really understand that yet, mm-hmm. but when no, you no. get Mrs. If, Paul, if, Cameron, I, if I ever find anybody <laughs> dumb enough to marry me, you will begin to understand nonverbal communication well they got to be wanting to wring chickens necks isn't well, that what that, it is that, that, that's a pretty cool skill <laughs> you gotta chase the chicken down first i'll never uh. forget that show that was funny what did you do this weekend Bob? We yeah, chickens i was wringing chickens necks and i could sure use a, it is a, a, a help me to do that well, I, mean, I think it's a pretty that's gotta be some kind of gal uh, hey hey well, i think jan's the one that got him yeah, yeah she did. Did. that's she a party was, she was a little um Triggered, I guess. <laughs> that was funny. But um, well, it sounds like you, an LMA. Well, <laughs> hey, that, that might work. That might work out. If you know, if you can give your wife a chicken with still with the feathers <laughs> still on it, and she can give you fried chicken, Dave, I think you better start another keeper, subject buddy. here. It sounds pretty good to me. That's a keeper. That's <laughs> a keeper. That's what my 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 mom was always the final, not really, but yeah. the final arbiter. She would tell me, Davy. That's what she called me because my dad's name was Dave, too. Uh, so I was Davey. Uh, Davey, she's a keeper. <laughs> or Davey, get rid of her. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, man. Hey, Mom knows uh, more about what to put on the application than the younger, oh yes. younger us do. So I oh tell yes. kids, you know, whenever you're 17 or 18, you don't even know what to put on the job application. You don't, you don't even know. So you better talk to someone older, your parents. You know, some older people at if church. If they're working. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> if they're working. Yeah. If they're not a welfare. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Well, the truth. 
Well, well, take, it's the truth. That, that reminds me of, a, of something I just about being on welfare or whatever else. If you mentioned if they're working, it's like so it kind of just remind me of something. There was a fellow I knew that was on welfare. He really was capable of working. But what just really burned me up was he had a bumper sticker on his truck that said, fishing is for people who don't know how to work. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. That just burned me up. It's like, dude. I would have really burned him up if I wore my shirt. Well, I got I, my shirt that says freedom, not free stuff. Well, I mean, it's just, dude. I mean. Well, I've got a guy at the gym that whenever I leave the gym in the morning, when I do go occasionally but when i leave the gym he goes well hurry off to work rd make sure my check don't bounce but wow any, but anyway he's retired state trooper so at least he earned, at least oh, he okay. put in the time and earned it but he worked a little but bit, he still but so you got your I to leave so early. he knows you got your concealed license right uh, yeah so you're taking care of his uh, retirement you know, you know that was true what he said he really meant that yeah and you know there was a, a lady came in the the salvage yard, you know, like a first week after he told me that the first time, and she said, "Hey, I just retired. I'm on retirement." I said, "Congratulations!" And and she said, "I said I'll be here at work making sure your check doesn't bounce." She said, "No, I retired from the government. My check can't bounce." Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I said, "Well, we'll see about that. If everybody quits going to work, we'll see what happens to your check." Yeah, everybody quit paying pa- taxes. Does everybody think the government has an endless supply of money? Well, well, sure, the they, 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 they have do. a printing press. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They, they got you. You still got a lot of money. We got to get from you. Uh, so oh. I was just being cute to her, <laughs> and she been, made me mad. Listen, uh, to, listen to Biden. Six months. It almost made you want to go out and make her check. That's exactly. I mean, Biden. I want you to think about this you who are i don't know in your 50s all right if you're in your 60s even more so used to be when you talked about somebody was rich you're talking millionaires now when you talk about rich you're talking how what's biden using four hundred thousand dollars that's that's where he's at right now four hundred thousand dollars. nearly halfway to a billion huh? you know he's going to be way down there before it's over with you know they want they want all the money they can get, folks. Oh yes, and 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 they won't take it in direct payroll taxes. They'll take it in every other. Whenever you see fee, think tax. Think tax. Oh, and, and you know this. Look at your internet bill. One of the oh, sad things. One sad thing about it is, <laughs> is a lot of these companies are figuring out how to get our money from the government Brother without thing. having. To, to, to do marketing or advertising on TV. They're figuring out, hey, you know what? These healthcare companies, they figured out how to go to Washington and buy a bunch of politicians and the state capitol and buy a bunch of politicians and get our money and tell give us what they want us mm-hmm. to have, and we don't even have a choice. Right. And so they can, so, they can get the government to to make a law to make us buy their product exactly, and we don't we don't have a choice. But that's one of the reasons we need this Supreme Court person. You're go, there's going to be more and more companies figure out that they can go to Washington and get our money, and, and they don't even have to, to, to sell it. So that is not free market to my friends out no, there. That's corporatism. Not. Yeah, that, that, that is a that is a problem because so many times people will say, "Well, that's capitalism," or "That's free market." That's not free market. No, it's not. Sorry, that's not free market. Let me remind you everybody about john d rockefeller he said he never started giving politicians money until politicians started taking his money away <laughs> well and the unfortunate thing is that government well. is so big bad and mean that if you're not lobbying the government in so many cases they're going to come steamroll over you 
you know the sad part about it is is we can't run it's hard for an individual to run for office because when it costs you know hundreds of millions of dollars to run for president then you've got to kiss hundreds up and sell out mm-hmm. is it yeah, a billion about plus a billion, now? Dollars. a billion dollars to run for president then you've got to sell out to the corporations if you're a governor of the state and you want to be president that means you need walmart that means you need blue cross and blue shield you need all these people if you want to be president. So you have to legislate in a way that will keep all the people that's got enough money to put you in the place you want to be in place. And uh, there's not going to be that many Donald Trumps come along, people. And the future, your neighbors cannot run for office. It's all sad. Right. 18 after 7, got to get a break in. Speaking of somebody who doesn't expect the government to take care of them, in fact, they fight with the government a lot, P.I. Roofing. You know, they, they, they've got to meet all these standards and everything that the government sets. Costs the amount of money you'll pay for putting a roof on your home to be more expensive. But uh, Joel and his wife, Veronica, will take a good chance, a, a, good, a good deal and, and give you the best value that they possibly can. Here's what they do. Uh, they work with your insurance company. Uh, they say, look. Bring out your your person out to, to make the, your adjuster, and we'll walk on the roof with them, and we'll show them all of the problems that there are on this roof and what needs to be done to fix it and what the cost should be to fix it, and they'll make sure that you get the best deal that can possibly be uh, worked out with your insurance company. Now, they do that for you because they want your business what they want they want your business so uh they're going to do a good job for you make sure that uh, that leak that you got you got gets fixed they fixed several on my roof i'm going to have to get a new roof probably next year they showed me some pictures of the gravel all over on top of the roof and when it starts getting off like that that means that the shingles are starting to fail so we'll be i'm hoping that i can get maybe through one additional year next year but Sooner or later, you got to pay the piper to make sure that you protect everything that's inside your house because your roof is your last line of defense against the elements outside. So call PI Roofing like I do. Use the same number that I do. I don't have like a secret bat cave number that I call to get a hold of uh, PI Roofing. I call 707-3551. That's the number I call. 707-3551 or visit them online piroofing.com okay now here's where i start getting irritated and it takes sometimes it takes quite a bit to get me irritated i mean really irritated but this gets me really irritated this is uh from channel seven's website yesterday the little rock education association notified the little rock school district that its members will not be showing up for in-person instruction starting today, that according to a press release, quote, as we have stated previously, we understand that our parents need our schools to be open, and we are committed to doing that. That's not what you just said. But that's not what you just said, all right? (laughs) Anyway, no new cases of COVID-19 were reported in the Little Rock School District Sunday, The district said the Arkansas Department of Health shows the latest rate of new cases 
for a 14-day period is now down to 14 positive COVID cases per 10,000 residents in the Little Rock School District community. 14 and 10,000. Since the beginning of this school year, the district said it has taken several steps to safeguard the health and well-being of our students and staff, providing encouraging the use of masks for all students and staff. They purchased over 3 million masks. Implementing COVID screenings for staff at each meeting. This is all smoke screen right now. All right, as I'm talking, this is a smoke screen they're throwing up before they get to the to the main issue. Maintaining clean buildings with daily disinfecting protocols. Working with our point of contact team in the Arkansas Department of Health. Moving to virtual learning when numbers dictated that approach. Providing daily public information regarding schools that are impacted. According to the Little Rock School District, all schools will be open, buses will run, and meals will be served. There could be potential disciplinary action for employees who do not report to work in person, according to school officials. The district also said it established a plan to review extenuating circumstances for any personnel for consideration of worksite adjustments. So with that in mind, what we have is the union saying, in common, man. They're telling their members don't show up. Now, it'll be interesting to see if the members show up or they don't. Maybe <clears throat> no, maybe somebody out there knows about what's going on with the school district this morning. If you do, give us a call. We'll have you on the air, and, and we'll talk to you about it. Uh, okay, Willie's on the line. He wants to talk about COVID-19. <laughs> Willie, how are you? Welcome to the Dave Ellswick Show. Doing all right, Dave. What's up? Uh, I believe the Chinese communists, along with the military, developed this COVID-19 and released it on the world as an attack. Well, that one scientist says that. The Chinese scientist that's in hiding right now here in the United States because she's afraid she's going to be assassinated uh, has made those statements uh in virtually every media outlet around. Well, that's my theory anyway. Well, you're not, let's just put it this way, you ain't the Lone Ranger. (laughs) There's There's one thing you can say for a fact. They knew early how contagious it was, and they knew early how deadly it was. And they did not do anything to stop their people from traveling to other countries and carrying it to other places. So whether they developed it on purpose or not, or if it leaked out of a lab, they knew it was a serious problem and they did nothing to prevent it spreading to the rest of the world. That's a fact. Let me give you the phone number out again. 823-0965. First time I've given it today. Should be giving it more often. But 823-0965 is the number. You can call and be part of the show. Uh, If you have children going to school here in the Little Rock School District, are you hearing any information that teachers are not showing up? Because the Little Rock uh, uh, Teachers Association, the, the union, has told them don't. All right, let's go to the phones. The head of the uh, Republican Party of GOP, Doyle Webb, joins us. I asked him to join us today because I wanted to hear what he had to say about uh, our nominee for the Supreme Court, Amy Coney uh, Barrett. Did you hear the latest argument from the uh, 
anti-racist uh, professor at Boston University who said that uh, uh, Barrett uh, showed her true colors when she adopted two black children from Haiti, showed her true American uh, uh, colonial leanings. You know, they'll reach for anything, <laughs> Dave. You know, what a wonderful individual that the president has selected, a mother, a young mother, if you will, with yeah. kids that can bring that perspective to the United States Supreme Court uh, and, and, and stepped out and adopted two children who we all know is always a challenge, and there has to be a great love for yep. that. I, uh, I agree. You know, I uh, let me say this, and uh, it's good to have you back. I'll Thank you. you. <laughs> uh, we, we missed you. We missed you. Let me tell you, I, you know, you know that I've been around. I was in law school in the late 70s and 80s, and that's when we saw the emergence of this liberal court. And, you know, it's it's been my hope and many, many lawyers hope that one day we would see a conservative Supreme Court because that's who we are. OK, there's many, many lawyers, there's many citizens out there that believe it says what it says and nothing more. And finally here, what is this, 40, 50 years later, we see that emergence, okay? And it's going to be great. You know, I I heard uh, Scalia speak one time, and he had the best argument uh, I've ever heard. If if you want to change the Constitution, you don't do it through judicial activism. You do it through an amendment process. Mm -hmm. And the forefathers put that in there saying, if it needed to be changed, there's a way to do it, but it's not going to be easy to do it. So I'm excited. uh, I'm just impressed that this president has will be the one that changes the court with three great conservatives, and that that will go way beyond his tenure in the White House uh, and will help return this America to the country that we love. You know, yeah. I'm a, back in those days, uh, and I say that back in the 70s, you know, ooh, that was a long time ago. Uh, yeah, we did have indoor toilets and air conditioning. <laughs> but ba- I, was, I was called a. Yeah, I, but I, were I, you wearing shoes then? <laughs> well, they, they were flat, okay? They were, we had, uh, they were wood and they had string attached to them, okay? Did, did you sometimes so, poke nails through so you had better traction? Yeah. There you go. There you go. But, I, you know, I, we we used to call ourselves strict constructionist. Okay? Yeah, that yeah. was the term. Now, now we have textualists. We have originalist. To me, to me, that means the same thing. In other okay? words, you know how to now, read. Some of these great scholars uh, might make a little argument there. But, uh, gosh, I'm excited. I can't wait for it to happen. It's been a long time in coming, and I believe uh, it's the right person, too to do this do you know dwight eisenhower and and now we're going back even further than what you were taking us back uh doyle said that the one thing that he rude the one thing that he wished that he had never done was put earl warren in charge of the supreme court Mm, mm, yes because he thought earl warren was going to be a conservative and as Mm. we know 
Earl Warren was anything but a conservative. That's right. That's right. There's more attention to that today. Uh, and, and it has been in the last 40 or 50 years, actually. Uh, uh, it, I appreciate the Federalist Society and yes. what they have done. Uh, I appreciate her service. Uh, gosh, it, someone, let me, let me even digress a little bit more. Someone from middle America, okay, went to Rhodes College. That, that's the old Southwestern at Memphis. Okay, for her undergraduate in the Notre Dame for her law degree, uh-huh. not not way out on the right the right coast or the left coast, either of the coast, but someone from Middle mm-hmm. America, a regular person that lives in the suburbs like you and I. She's it, a Midwesterner. Yes, yeah, yeah, just it's exciting. It's exciting. Yeah, uh, it is. I exciting. can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, but I, you know, that is reaching. You know, colonialism. Come on, get, yeah. get off. <laughs> I couldn't believe it when I read it. If you and I talked to Iverson about this. If you'll yes. remember, about I guess it was the early '90s, late '80s, we had this exact same argument because uh, there were people within the black community that were complaining about white people adopting black babies. Do you remember that? Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Why? Well, yes, yes. It was a big you know, my deal. My view is she is going to, and probably already has, uh, experience things because she has, if you will, black children and white children. She's going to hear and suffer what they what are what is said to them maybe in instances that shouldn't be said something racial said Mm -hmm. so she's going to have a soul that experiences things that maybe other caucasians could not and would not experience okay uh that's going to be a positive thing okay right and and so you know if you're truly racist it's one thing, you know, maybe you go on a mission trip and to just make yourself look better. Maybe you could do that. But to bring someone into your home to live with you for years and years and adopt them? But wait, that, Paul, that, the, the professor pretty... said that the reason that she and her husband did that was to placate their guilt for their racism. <laughs> and is, that, is, is that how they explain how Democrats... Um, um, vote, vote for for um, welfare and other programs for minorities. It doesn't apply to oh, Democrats. Oh, you know it's, that. It's, it's, uh, oh, that's well, that's, that's how we know the stars, doesn't it? That's how we know. It doesn't it. apply to them either. That's how we Democrats. Know, that's how we know they have standards because they have double standards. Yeah, well, that's ex- that's the only way you know a Democrat has standards is but, a double standard. But you know, the, the other thing, I, I, she she is a brilliant individual mm-hmm. who has a tremendous career education and career had has had five children and adopted two more children Uh okay i don't i don't care the the background of the children she adopted two more children that needed a family okay come on what what does this say this lady has got a lot of plates in the air she's been able to to keep them up in the air real well, which speaks highly of her view of the world and the view of humanity. 
Okay, and uh, I'm just uh, I can't say enough good things. I can't say uh, I'm ready to get her on there. I yep. applaud the senators who will vote. Uh, to put her on there and shame on anyone that doesn't vote for her because of some political belief. The the standard is, is she qualified? And the clear answer is yes, she's qualified to be on the United States Supreme Court. That's the way this system works. Uh, You know, so get over it, folks. Get over it. That's the way the system works. Yeah, Democrats definitely need to get over trying to rewrite history as though this has never happened during an election year. It's happened at least 19 times, 18, which have led to uh, the nominee being confirmed, and most of those were when Democrats were in control. You know, we Republicans have been awfully nice through the years, okay? And I'm glad that we uh, have decided that our views are much more important than just being nice, just going along to get along. It's time to stand up for America. It's time to stand up for the Constitution and what we believe in. And this president has done that by submitting this name to the Senate, and the Senate now needs to act, period. Now, last last question, Doyle. Are are you happy to see uh, all of the people that evidently were already lined up and ready to go to help push this nominee across the finish line. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's easy to get lined up when a president submits you a list of who he yeah. is going to propose. You get okay? to prepare for it. You get to prepare. You you already know you've got plenty of time to research. Uh, uh, Sleepy Joe uh, <laughs> won't even give us a list, okay? Uh, come on, come out from the basement. Give us your list. Yeah, that, that okay? would be let's, pretty let's telling, let, wouldn't it? Let's let America see who you would put on the court. Boy, okay? he better be ready for that question tomorrow. Well, that that might you know, put, a, put a nail in his campaign coffin. Well, it, te- it tells you a lot about an individual, okay? And, uh, uh, and he doesn't want us to know a lot, okay? Yeah. So... Okay, so I, I said the last question. I lied to you. I'm starting to feel like I'm starting to feel like a politician. Uh, anyway, a question for you, uh, being that uh, are, is the left going to go bonkers during this confirmation? And if they do, wouldn't that literally derail the Biden candidacy? I think that they're, 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 they don't want to be on good behavior, okay? They don't want to be, okay? We're going to see how controlled they are. Yes, and yes, it would, because the charge here is against Christianity, okay? That, that's where they're going. Uh, you know, uh, uh, the, the, just look at Diane Feinstein uh-huh. and her questions, okay? Uh, but we us, we celebrate. Okay, RBG was Jewish. Okay, that's okay. Okay, that that's that's part of her fabric. Okay, that's who she is. That's who she brought to the court. This lady is a uh, a devout uh, Christian. Okay, and uh, I celebrate that fact. Yep. Okay. So yes, it would derail the Biden campaign. It would derail the Democrats. Okay, uh, they've they've done a pretty good job of hiding uh, their um, 
or their elected officials, their their anti-Christian beliefs. Okay, and this lady will put a test to that because she is strong, not just in word, but clearly in deed by what she has done by her family and the adoption she has made. the fact she drove herself to the airport, its she's just a good suburban mom that's just like all of us, okay, right. and who's been given a great opportunity. Doyle, Thank I promise that I wouldn't keep you a long time. I kept my promise. Unlike, <laughs> about uh, time. About yeah, time. that's true. I didn't ask another question. All right, take take a, have a Thanks great day, and I'll see, you, I'll see you down the road. You. Thank you much. Thank Doyle you. Webb here on the Dave Ellswick Show. He's chairman of the GOP here in Arkansas. And a lot of the things he said were very, very, very true. And I'm with him. I don't think that the left can control themselves. I don't think that they have that kind of control that they're not going to stay a bunch of dumb stuff Look, Harris sits on the Judiciary Committee. Mm -hmm. What is she going to say? That's going to be very interesting. And don't forget, we'll have the the debate tomorrow night for you right here on uh, uh, 1FM, The Answer. Yeah, don't miss the debate tomorrow night. But I warn you, again, (laughs) if you're a Trump supporter, I'm warning you. Don't think Biden's going to show up and just completely fall apart on stage. That's not going to happen. I predict that that will not happen. I I predict that they're teaching him all kinds of zingers uh, to use for tomorrow night. Yeah, and too many times the questions are set up. Yeah. You know, the media, a lot of times the questions are set up for one side or the other, and we know which side they're on. Well, you might be Donna Brazil and be feeding the <laughs> questions to one of the, the, the candidates. Exactly. Do you right. think that, the, that they will uh, hope that Donald Trump will come hard on Joe Biden and make him look like a bully, picking on this little old yeah. frail man? Did you see him? He was out there stalking. I yeah. mean, they tried to use that with Clinton. They'll oh, probably yeah, yeah. try it with Biden. With Biden. But they well, can't be that. You know, how yeah. about Russia? How about China? If you're going to be president of the United States, you, you better be ready. Uh, the Koreas, you better be ready to stand up to a bully if you want to be president. Well, I think yeah. all three of those nations are licking their chops, you know, and, and rooting for Joe Biden. Well, it's going to be interesting. I, I, I mentioned this article earlier uh, today about a uh, a person who does body language mm-hmm. and stuff and says, if you watch Biden, it was during a town hall meeting, and watch how he <laughs> He re- reacts. It is a reaction of somebody who's being talked mm-hmm. to. I mean, look, when you're on t- difference between radio and TV is that typically Heidi doesn't say a word to me during the show. We we kind of do a nonverbal thing. And if you're watching on uh, uh, Facebook, you'll see me do things like this. And that's telling her I'm getting ready to break and go to commercials. Uh, in television, you got an earpiece that's in your ear, and they're talking to you. And not only are they talking to you, and it was a thing that I had to get used to when I used to do TV up by Chicago, is that you can hear them giving directions to the cameraman, mm-hmm. you know, zero in. Dave, they're going to camera two, look to camera two, and, and things of that, that nature. That can be pretty distracting. And, yeah, you at first it's really – to tell the people that are telling you what they're going to do not to say it in a question. 
because you're liable to say, Answer. yeah, I hear you. <laughs> you know, something like that, you know. And then the people at home, they don't hear that in your hear- hearing piece. Uh, so they're saying, who in the heck is he talking to? You can tell that I'm a, I'm an amateur on stuff like that. Used to, I would be talking on the show, and Russ would come in and start talking. Yes, yeah, and, 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 and it messed me all up. Oh, yeah. I was especially all especially when we're up. at the Capitol, because you can't do the hand signals to your, to yeah, your producer. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm so talking to so we get the people that. back at the studio, and and they're talking to me, and the people who are my guests can hear them talking right. to me that, as well, it is which throws them off as far yeah. as that. Heidi, you remember that. You went to college. You 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 did the stuff about radio and TV, and you know how disconcerting that is the first few times when somebody's talking to your, in your ear while you're de- delivering what's on the teleprompter in front mm-hmm. of you. It can be really uh, disconcerting. Well, uh, they're pretretty sure that Biden uses a an earpiece yeah, when he does the yeah. town hall meetings. You know, well, as, you as long as we've been as long as we've been married, we ought to be used to that by now. <laughs> <laughs> you got that little voice sitting on your shoulder uh, the whole time. Whereas, I forget who the co- Christian comedian is. Your little helper yeah, yeah. is with you all the time. Yeah, it's just the way it is. No, is the we're fourth not, member of the Godhead your wife? We're not. We're not misogynists or anything. That's just the flat out truth. I'm sorry. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll do more here on the Dave Ellswick Show at 6 o'clock. Don't miss us at 6 o'clock. Live uh, segments are done. Uh, We'll have another segment for you, but it happens at 6 o'clock tonight. Those are really good segments. Don't go anywhere during the day because we're going to talk about uh, money in a moment and then Rush is going to be on and Hannity's going to be on. You don't want to miss any of that here on 101.1 FM, The Answer. Welcome to the 6 o'clock hour of the Dave Ellswick Show. Power panel is here today. Iverson is here. Iverson Jackson. Pastor Iverson Jackson. We've got Artie uh, Hopper here. We've got Paul Calvert here. And I want to talk about the big story of the day from the New York Times. They uh, they got some of, a hold of some of Trump's taxes. And, oh, my, he was able to you know, reduce his tax liability uh, during the time that uh, he's been running businesses and things of that nature. Now, I got two ways of looking at this. One, if you're making money and you're not trying to reduce your tax liability, there is something mentally wrong with you. Mm -hmm. There is not anybody out there that's working every day, working hard, that includes you who's listening right now, that's not trying to take every uh, opportunity to reduce your taxes. It's like you who are, are are out there, you're married, you got kids, or maybe you're not even married, but you got kids, you take, you, you take, the, earned, you take the earned income tax credit. I call it the unearned income tax credit. Well, if I even said that when 
I was taking it What's because you don't do anything to earn it except to be able to know how to do the old in and out. I mean, that's the, the case here uh, as far as that. And they give you thousands of dollars for it's, every child. It's not a tax credit. It's a welfare check. Yeah. Well, it's it's it, bottom line is I mean, pass, it's passed by the government. Mm-hmm. So it's legal. It's legal. Okay. It's, yeah, legal. it's legal. How many of these tax uh, breaks that the president take that are legal, that are legal, that anybody can take? Uh, and you can take more if you make more money. It's the way that it's set up that uh, Joe Biden voted on. Yes. And takes advantage and, of and, himself. And promoted them. Well, you know, I always think when we start talking about numbers, what, what you've taught us, Dave, that, that figures don't lie, but liars figure. That's exactly <laughs> right. But and, and, That's a start with. But just real quick, you know, you can take a, a, a whole book. And take one sentence mm-hmm. out of a whole book, whole book. Mm-hmm. and use it out of context, right. and 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 make you think a certain thing about mm-hmm. the whole book. That's right. Now, you look at how much taxes that he's paid over his lifetime, mm-hmm. or you take ten years and let's see how much taxes he paid in a ten year period, and you'll get an idea. But you can't take one year or right. two years well, because in business people out there, if you don't understand it, sometimes you win. And sometimes you lose. Right. And that's well, business. sometimes you make capital investments and you can write those exactly off. Exactly right. Sure. And so that, that's a big thing about being a business owner is we don't get a steady paycheck. We just don't. That's just that the nature of the business is that sometimes we might lose money. Sometimes we might just barely make enough money to, to break even that year. And so we may actually have a loss one year, but – Trump is in the real estate business. I'm also in the real estate mm-hmm. business. Those years when I don't make any money, I still have to pay set, uh, property taxes, which is thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. And with They're Trump, not talking about that. With Trump, it might be millions or hundreds of millions in property taxes that he's paying, even on years when he loses money. And so, with with, 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 a, with with a with a big mm-hmm. real estate investor like Trump. Yeah, he may, maybe he lost money that year, or maybe he made just a tiny bit of money that year because of whatever it might be. You know, if you're running for president, you might be a little bit distracted. You know, how, how, and, how about this? You might not make money that year. The fewer taxes you pay, the more people you can hire. There's that, too. And get jobs. Wow. Th- that, that's a possibility, that? too. And who, so, who would you rather give your, your money to, an employee, an employee and that's, or the federal government and that's, that's, that's going to take that, it and waste it for the that most That sort part. of thing happens with business owners. When a business owner looks at his, at his, at his books and says, you know what, if I don't spend this money, I'm going to have to be, give a third or maybe half of it to, to the, the government. government. And so business owners will often look at it and say, you know what? I would rather use this money to reinvest in my mm-hmm. business rather than pay half of it to the government or a third of it to the government. So guess what? The business owners say, you know what? Okay, I'm going to go out and buy um, stuff for my business. Mm-hmm. It might be trucks. It might be um, – it, it maybe they're going to hire new employees. Maybe they'll they'll buy some robots for their yeah. business. That expansion they've improve. been waiting to expand right. like RD right. was talking and about so, earlier. And so maybe they've got a little cash saved up and say, you know, I don't have to make a profit at all this year. And so that, that way, I'm just going to invest everything that I would have had to pay taxes. You have on. more venture capital, right? And so then, then that comes around later, mm-hmm. and that, that's business. But then the, the same fact still remains that we don't get steady income like yeah. people who worked at a you know what they're not sa- job. talking about. They're not talking about the risk uh-huh. that every business owner takes or a person right. that's starting a business. Right. You know, you could go completely belly up mm-hmm. and lose everything. Right, and, and or or you lose more than you had, 
mm-hmm. because or more. because yep. you're now you're in debt and you're then you don't have a business. Yep. So the media is trying to frame him, and the numbers that they're talking about mean nothing. They mean absolutely nothing. No. <laughs> and 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 the reason why you don't look the average Joe doesn't make an a, a, enough Joe. money. Not sleepy Joe. Yeah, not not Joe Biden, but doesn't make enough money to take a lot of uh, deductions. Uh, I have just started making enough money that I can even look at taking some deductions. Like, you know, I can take a deduction off of some magazines uh, because they're pertinent to my show, Mm -hmm. things of that nature. But, you know, it's not like I'm taking big, big deductions. I had to wait until I was 67 years old and uh, was working and was finally able to get my social security which i've been paying since i was 13 years old and put me in another tax bracket so that i had to pay the federal government nearly six thousand dollars this last tax social security's unconstitutional the government's waiting for you to kick the bucket so they can quit paying that's that's, that's well that's that's they'll have to pay my wife probably a little bit Right. Okay. Now we got a special caller. Okay? okay. I want you to be nice to this lady that's calling in. Okay. Happens to be my niece. Ah. Now she is. Li- she lives. She is. She is more conservative than I am. All right. Well. Wow. But for whatever God reason, I don't know. She lives in Austin, Texas. Oh. Sorry. Right. Right near that area, which is more liberal than Hollywood, California anymore. Dave Ann, how are you? I'm doing well. Um, I got to say, I do not live in Yankee Land, Austin. I live down by Lockhart, Texas, oh, okay. which we're the barbecue capital of Texas. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, more a little bit more conservative than um, Austin, for sure. Um, anything five miles past my house is Yankee Land, so I stay away from there. <laughs> oh, going north, you don't want to go north is what you're saying, huh? Pretty much. Okay. Um, uh, not n- n- not toward Austin, anyways. I'll, I'll go by there to uh, go out of town. <laughs> okay. I'm with you, and I try to avoid driving around Austin whenever I'm in that area. That's the worst place to drive through that I know of. Yeah. Oh, man. I-35 traffic, or parking lot, it's not even traffic. Yeah. But... <laughs> um, this um, stuff with President Trump's taxes and his returns and how much he, you know, he's paid or not paid. I would like to go and sit down with him and say, hey, how are you getting your so low? Because, you know, um, my husband is uh, he does commercial construction. He has his own business. And um, there's several times I mean, we owe the federal government. Oh, close to $30,000 in past year's taxes. We're on the whole payment plan. Mm, so whatnot, you're, you're paying your fair share is what you're telling me, right? <laughs> yes, a fair share. And then, um, let's see, you know, Charlie Brown, who doesn't work down the street, share. And, you know, every, yeah. Um, Told you. I warned you about her. <laughs> Definitely, definitely we pay our fair share. But um, so before any of our deductions are taken, we're over $100,000 bringing in a year through the business. Uh Um, By the time we 
take all our deductions, we get that down to probably about making anywhere. It depends on how many jobs and whatnot we have in the year. Anywhere between 30000 to $60,000 are profit. Well, see, that. here's the key. You just got to get like Trump. You got to make several million, <laughs> and then you got to have several different uh, accountants that can help you find all of the areas within the tax code that you can take advantage of, Dave Ann. It's, uh, it's uh, an, yeah, our accountant, our accountant does. We we actually we have to have an accountant. Yeah. Um, that for a few years, I was able to do it until it got to. Um, more, making more money and everything that there's this deduction you could take and if you take this deduction it actually like when we buy a truck that actually gets spread out like five years yeah sure and so there's all this so kudos to our president for having the accountant That's right. and the mindset to be able to say I don't have to pay the federal government this money because I was able to take these deductions and they're going to have to come up with an idea on how to run their um, flipping bridge to nowhere plan. <laughs> you know, um, and, and the thing is, it, for, so, for us people who are, are working and stuff, you know, Kudos! I, I just up. give the president uh, just a hundred percent. Can I tell you? <laughs> <laughs> and, and the thing is, at the, end of the, at, at the end of the day, we don't want government to have more money. We just don't. In many cases, now wait a second. You don't want. Dave Ann doesn't want. I don't want. People who are making the money don't want. <laughs> But uh, the, the federal, the federal government wants We have a, a special person here in Arkansas who mentioned that, you know, we don't have a spending problem. We have a revenue problem. Government wants more money. Yeah, that's the person behind issue one. And so the, the, um, <laughs> the governor of Arkansas. But, yeah. And so, so we've, we've got a problem here in Arkansas and the country is that government – thinks they have a revenue problem rather than a spending problem. And the fact is that in many cases, I would rather government set the money on fire rather than actually have it or burn, or, 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 um, or use it, because in many cases, government not only wastes it, they actually hurt people with the money they take from us. Yes, they definitely Reagan. do hurt people with it. I mean, when you start looking at um, some of the welfare programs and stuff like that, there are genuinely, there are people that... that truly do benefit from that but in the scope of what we see now it's it hurts probably 95 percent of the people that are on there and not only the people that are on there but those of us who have to pay for it because if i had that money in my pocket instead of having to pay for that program that screwed up I could help more people. Might, I mean, me and my husband, them. we pay you know, hire them. Um, we pay we pay it for when we go out to dinner. A lot of times, um, we'll just randomly say, "Hey, we want to pick up that person's check." Oh yeah, we could do that more if we had more of our money in our pocket. Mm-hmm. Now get up here to Little Rock and pick up mine more. <laughs> also, <all right>? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dave, Ann, thanks so much for calling, and we appreciate it. Uh, I think that just gave a really good indication to my listeners what 
Thanksgiving dinner is like in my family. I appreciate her being around. We don't disagree very often about a whole lot of stuff. Uh, we all have pretty much the same vision of of America. Hey, the this is from Jason Tolbert, a, a tweet he sent out. It says, the anti-religious bigotry against Judge Amy Coney mm-hmm. Bryant is sickening. Mm-hmm. Time for at Joe Biden, at Joyce Elliott, and all Arkansas Democrat candidates to condemn these attacks. We got more for your 6 o'clock hour. Stick with us here on the Dave Ellswick Show. We continue on the Dave Ellswick Show. This from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Just got it. Uh, Now, this is in the morning. I just got it. All right. First time we're going to talk about it is going to be here in the 6 o'clock hour. The Little Rock School District and the Teachers Union appears to be heading towards a confrontation over COVID-19 safety precautions as the president of the union, listen to this closely, promised an end to in-person teaching and said educators are prepared to switch to an entirely virtual mode of instruction beginning today. Wow. The union is telling parents and telling uh, the school district, no, we ain't, we, we're just not going to do this anymore. Keep your kid at home and put them in front of the computer. Who, who would have guessed that the teachers' union would have been promoting homeschooling? Well, you know how unions work, Dave. You're from Chicago. You know, <laughs> where are all those steel mills that used to line up, you know, you know, know. up there around the lake? Believe me, I know how, exactly how it is to be able to work during the summers at the steel mill when I was going to college. I had to join the union. It was closed shop. Closed shop means you must join the union if it's unionized to be able to work there. And that, now, it's not that way any longer. They passed the law uh, in Indiana that's, saying that's that it's necessary. And that's, and that's how they want to do things. I'm okay with that. But when government comes along and, and enforces that sort of thing, I've got a serious problem well, with that. You know what we're, what we're going to end up with is, is uh, parents are finally going to have to step up. Right. Because this is where it's going to lay it's, it's going to well, end up in their lap you know we had the union we had the teachers but i'm telling you everything i'm hearing out there this at home is not working yeah man but here's the key if they're going to say it's got to be at home then we need to cut the tax rate to the schools yeah i mean we don't need the buildings evidently yeah. right nope nope we don't hey, need the buses, evidently. We don't. There's other places that the government needs that money, though. Oh, that's, you know, that's there, right. They, they got, they've, that, they've got to pay some of their um, their their cronies in the government, don't they? And, and some of the different corporate corporatism, like Dave was talking about, got, they got to pay off some of their corporate buddies who um, help, you know, help them get like elected. A, huh? a plan whenever they said, "Hey, we need designated money to fund the state highway department." Say, mm-hmm. "Okay, let's designate the money." that comes from the sale of batteries or the sale of automotive products. So any anybody that buys something for their car will designate that money to go for the state highway system, and you have a designated uh, system to fund the highway department. But they're like, uh, excuse me, we're wasting that money somewhere else. We can't use that money we're already <laughs> I'm getting. You, hey, let me tell you, Mayor Scott, if he didn't, they didn't have to pay all that money in the school district, he'd have plenty of parks. Oh, yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, he's already said it. he wanted to open more parks up. I I can only imagine he would see this as a windfall if it happened that uh-huh. way. Well, I think it's going to have to play itself out. Uh, 
you know, because the frustration of parents now is, is at an all-time high. Well, it, it really is. One of the things that gives me a little bit of hope through this is that I'm I'm liking the fact that parents are going to get to spend more time with their children. They make me see some of the propaganda and some of the right. junk and, that they're putting into their children's heads. There's that opportunity, too, that parents will have a, a, a lot better handle. But that's not fair. It's not fair for parents to be able to see what's going on in the, that, the classroom. And I think, and I think You've I've heard, heard teachers heard, saying that now. Complaining about that. It's like, if you're afraid of the kids' parents knowing what you're teaching them, I think you need to go. go then, you need we to quit need your to job. Know what you're teaching? Yeah, them. you need you need to quit <laughs> your saying. job. If you are afraid of parents finding out what you're teaching their kids, please quit your job well, today. Don't show up to school. Quit your job. Send in a resignation letter. Go find a job at McDonald's or someplace that's better suited to your moral capacity. Paul, how will this? You you've been with me at the Capitol mm-hmm. for many years. How will this play out with the AEA? I don't mm. know. We got we got the, a local union saying uh-huh. we don't need to have Classroom classrooms. We can do it over the internet. Hey, what does that mean when the AEA says, "Well, we don't want homeschooling. We it don't is. want you know things like that because it just doesn't work as well." That's exactly it what it doesn't you know, work as well for producing socialists. Yeah, well, it How's, doesn't. It, so you the know, same people that have been fighting against homeschooling are now exactly promoting right. homeschooling. Gonna, that's exactly. <laughs> hey, but this, that's not that. That's nothing new for a leftist. This is all politically motivated. Mm-hmm. It's politically motivated. They're trying to make the right look bad and say, "Well, Donald Trump's trying to kill everybody." Donald Trump hates teachers, and Donald Trump wants the to. Uh, Everybody to, to, to die, die of COVID nineteen. Yeah, so it's like, all political. But like motivated. Iverson Jackson has stated in the past, some of this stuff, like with COVID nineteen and other things, is it, it's it's an issue of acceptable losses. Mm-hmm. The fact is that we take risks all the time. All the time. I drove down Every here day. from up north of Conway. That's a risk in, in my pickup truck. That's a risk. I might have died on the way yep. down here, or, or the fact is, I might have killed somebody. Or you could have killed somebody, right? So that there's, there's probably better things. chances it of was, that than mm-hmm. of you getting hurt. Well, because, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not. And that, well, and that, well I've seen you dance. I've seen you drive. Well, I've seen your truck. Yeah. Right. So I'm not driving something out of Mad Max. The roads were slippery this morning, and you know, I actually, I actually felt the back end of my truck break loose. And I wasn't driving crazy. It was slippery. The roads were well, wet. People, well, mine did, and I was driving crazy. People want to legislate. <laughs> people want to legislate. You know what they want to other people and shove it down their throat. Thirty right. seconds. So right. that, that, that's all they're. That's all they're trying to do. They're trying to it's take our right freedom for, away from for us. For that person right. to jump it down somebody's throat, but not vice versa, because right. it's being jumped down right. there. There. Exactly. If you want to stay in bed and pull your sheets up, just go ahead and do it. Don't make me do it. All right. <laughs> Take a break. Yep. We got news, then we'll be back. It's uh, Iverson Jackson and R.D. Hopper and Paul Calvert and me, Dave Ellswick, here on 101.1 FM, The Answer. You should be in this studio when we're taking breaks. Can, can I'm, we, I'm just we, saying. Wait, maybe we should sell this at a pay-per-view type thing. I'm just trying to think, Iverson. Somehow, I could take the Hot Pocket ad and make it into a menopause ad. Oh, Hot flashes. Oh, <laughs> I just got him in trouble. Oh, I had this conversation with you, Dave. 
You don't bring this stuff up, man, unless you want to talk about it. I'm just saying. All right, welcome back to 6 o'clock hour of the Dave Ellswick Show with us. Yeah, that's a constitutional matter. Anything you say during break will be used against you later. Yeah, yeah. we try to say whatever happens in the break stays in the breaks on the Dave Ellswick Show. Until we end the break. Yeah. Paul Calvert is here. Of course, uh, Artie Hopper is here, and uh, with us as well is Iverson Jackson. If you're watching uh, on uh, Facebook, we're not on Facebook Live right now. Mm. Uh, you, well, I don't know. Do we are play we, it back on, on Facebook Live, uh, Heidi? She's looking at something here. Do we do we air this on Facebook Live in in the evening? Oh, we do. Okay. And if you're watching right now, you're watching it happen in real time. So it is actually live right now. Yeah, and then yeah. they'll play again this evening? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, you're live, maybe when I say live, it's live though. right now, it's live at 8.30 a.m., all right? That we're recording this to be played at 6 o'clock because we had that new show come on uh, dealing with uh, with money, and they start at at 8 o'clock. Uh, 8 o'clock. And I'm I'm looking. The name of that show is da, 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 Financial Issues Live. Uh, that's uh, what you'd be listening live at eight thirty. Uh, but we bring this on at six. And you know what? We've taken. I would call this lemons. All right, because I don't like breaking up my show like this. But it made sense to do it because of the reasoning behind it. And so I said, okay, and. You get an extra hour in the evening on your way home now to listen to the Dave Oswick show. Some of you, this is the hour that, that you, you get, listen to and you go, hey, this is cool. This is what they're talking about in the morning. So anyway, uh, we've been talking about the president uh, and the topic that we let off with at uh, the bottom of the hour uh, was that the uh, the president, New York Times, published his tax returns, 11 years of his tax returns, or uh, 20 years of his tax returns. In 11 years, he didn't pay much taxes at all. Can I tell you something else? The people who are worth the most money in this country, they pay 70% of the taxes Mm -hmm. in this country. And somebody will say to me, it never fails. It's always said to me by some, always a lefty. Well, that's because they can afford to pay. Who says? Right, right, and sometimes who makes that decision? And you also have to be be careful about what you hear because they might say, "Well, he's only paid so much in income taxes." Well, that's not the only kind of federal tax there is. There's there's other types of taxes as well. I, I don't think that um, capital gains qualifies as income tax. Mm-hmm. It's a different type of payment that you pay. And so, if you run a business, I don't think the taxes that you pay to make your business run are income taxes mm-hmm. right That's there's correct. all sorts of taxes out there that you have to have to pay in all sorts of different ways property taxes oh, excuse being a me big fees one. fees <laughs> wasn't that warren buffett who was uh, talking a few years ago that that he paid less taxes than his secretary uh, maybe well, well, why isn't he in the news every day yeah, who knows but, well the thing about it is uh, because he was that, saying i'll pay more the corporations yeah. that pay the 70 percent of the taxes also provide the most jobs, jobs. the more taxes a company pays the less they're able to grow their business and the less they are able to hire people it's democrats that think that people that are on the state and federal dole help the unemployment numbers well i'm sorry people that's the reason unemployment numbers mean nothing to me Mm -hmm. because i want to know how many people is working for me and and are employed by my taxes i don't count that well and and another thing that we kind of of miss sometimes is that 
you know, there's there's another type of tax that doesn't get counted is that's that's regulatory burdens. And so when government comes in and says you have to go spend fifty thousand dollars to to become in, come in compliance with our stupid regulation that doesn't make anybody safer. But you still have to pay it. How is that different from paying a tax? Or you got to do a several million dollar study, yeah, to see might. what the environmental impact right. on to, to something some is going worm to be somewhere. I mean, I from my <clears throat> niece who was who called in and was talking about taxes. That's the other thing I want to make sure about people understand. They're in construction. They hire a lot of people. Oh, yeah. People work for them. Mm-hmm. They pay them money to work for them, and then those people who are making money. They pay taxes, too. Sure. And you might give more raises. It's like, you know what? Your employer would have more money to pay you and mm-hmm. give you a raise if they weren't paying yeah. so much tax. Right. You know, taxes. So what's, what's it? every one job has like five spinoffs. It could. You know, it's have a lot, like five a lot of spinoffs. Different things, yeah, because, because if you, if you, when you, if, if I'm unemployed and I go to work and I get a job, now I start buying things, which you have to have people working right. to produce those items. And so we don't think about that net effect mm-hmm. of, of when one person gets a job, it introduces a whole other sure. stream of money into into the uh, uh, sure. into the economy, plus all those other taxes. Yeah, I don't know if Paul was directing our attention to the example of the pencil mm-hmm. when he held it's up the pen, pen right here. But the bottom line, uh, Freeman Friedman came up with a great and you need to read it if you've never read it. A example of this when you look at a pencil <coughs> oh, yeah. there's more than just a charge for that pencil mm-hmm. somebody had to cut the timber down mm-hmm. for the wood somebody had to make the graphite for it Delay somebody it. had to you know make the paint that they painted on it the rubber someone you had know, to all someone had to make the shoes that the lumber that the lumberjack that's, wore. that's exactly it, it was in the right. wood somebody had to build the chainsaw someone had to to, to to uh, mine the ore for the steel mm-hmm. that was in the chainsaws. There's a massive amount of things that go on around. There's, there's, That's why free enterprise right. is so it's, great. It's, mm-hmm. We're all interconnected in so many different ways just for something as simple as a pencil. As a pencil. Mm-hmm. As a pencil. Yeah, read, read what Friedman yes. said. That, that was probably the greatest um, <clears throat> illustration mm-hmm. that he ever came up with his greatest uh, mistake, and he'll be the first to. He was the first to admit it. He's passed away now. Was uh, taking your income tax out of your paycheck? Oh yeah. He's the one who came up with that idea. Terrible. Idea. And well, <clears throat> it, he thought that if they started to take the money out, people would pay attention and see how much the government was taking. It hides what it ended up happening is <clears throat> the people said, "Well, that's the governor government's money." It would no, it's your, money. it's your money. They just take it. Would it would be so much better <laughs> if people had to write a check to the government every six months or once nah, a year. Every month. Every month or every, month I, or or every, every two weeks, weeks or whatever I mean, it is. If every time you got right. paid, you had to write a right. check to the federal government, that changed your whole it, idea it about would. taxes. It really would. Yeah, I think it's – and that's one of those things that for – I haven't worked a payroll – normal payroll job since I was like maybe 16 or 17 or something like that. It, it, so I've been self-employed almost all of my working life and i write a check to the government mm-hmm. nobody collects money taxes when i when i when i pay my taxes i got to pay it right that's what all business so you can do. feel it 
Yeah, I feel it. You, yeah, yeah, right. And so, so when, when I have to write a check to the to the local tax collector for my real estate properties, or for for um, or for income taxes of the federal government or the state government, I write the check. It doesn't mm-hmm. just get pulled out, and then I get a check at the end of well, the you're year. You're writing your fair share. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and 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 more. And, and so I don't have any kids in public school. And I never intend to send any child of mine to public school, and yet I'm paying thousands and thousands of dollars. For this socialist indoctrination, what, what scares me is the amount of state and federal employees that w- that we have across the country. If you look at uh, the state, just, just and look federal at Arkansas, and county, yeah, look across the country. Yeah. If you look at state, federal, yes. and county employees and the number of people that are employed there, nothing and, against them. and their cushy the, retirement them. I don't take them from for for taking a job mm-hmm. that, oh, that yeah. the government offers them, but. Whenever we get more people working for, for the, government. the government than paying into the government, then it's like Atlas Shrug. At what <laughs> point does this break? At what when point do people Shrug? get on the plane and as they're leaving look back and all the lights are going out because they're not there to keep the lights on anymore right. And there's, for there's all some, the people who have been and there's sucking off the teeth? There's something to that. At some point, why would I bother? Why would we continue to feed the sow? That's and, just, and, and that's why you have in the, in the socialist communist countries a, sh- a shortage of everything. Because if you get paid as much for doing nothing as you do for doing right. something or very little right. or something, what are you going to do? Right. You're going to do point, as little as, as, point, as possible. To, to motivate people to be productive at some point, you know, there's, there's people out there that could retire today, mm-hmm. but they're being paid enough that they are motivated to continue to work, yeah. to continue to work. And so – they're, they may be highly productive people, but if the incentive for them to continue working goes away, guess what? Their high the, productivity the, you know, Paul, is liable the, to quit. The, the greatest motivator in the world, hunger. Hunger. When you when you get hungry, mm-hmm. you'll work. And that's one of those things that that's you the, will uh, work. Well, and, 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 that's the reason and, Bear Bryant did what he well, did. There you go. People you're, that was either, you're either work or you'll turn to crime. There's that too. Well, that's work, right. but that's a force. That's that, a form of yeah. work. Well, there used to be consequences something. for that, right. yeah. and there needs to be effective yeah. consequences for that. <laughs> exactly. And, so, and you you look in scripture, the, the penalty for stealing wasn't prison, where your neighbors had to pay you to eat. Yeah, restitution. Restitution, and if you couldn't pay, you could be forced to work yes. for it. And so the, the the thing is that that work is good, but the thing is that if you ain't willing to work, we should let you starve. I think that's a good policy, and it's scriptural. That's where right. the church came in. Used to be, when you wanted some food or something like that, you'd go to your local church. Mm-hmm. And uh, churches were like, well, you know, we'll see you on Sunday. And they right. say, well, Obligation. I don't think I'll be on Sunday. Well, you know, maybe you don't need any food. You don't need any food. <laughs> see, when we were talking about this earlier, Paul used a, a, a real bad word on the air, and the real bad word was responsibility. Oh, oh, the R word. Socialists R do word. not like responsibility, and, th- and that's what this country needs: is opportunity and responsibility. That's the two things that the American way. That's exactly right. You know, Personal you have the opportunity to you have the opportunity to do whatever you want to do. Right. You can do whatever you whatever you but, but, want but, to do, but, whatever that desire is in your heart, you can do it. But you're responsible. Well, but, here's the key: you might drop out of high school mm-hmm. in the ninth grade. Well, I'll grant that if you dropped out in ninth grade, you're probably fourteen, fifteen years old, and you're pretty stupid. Okay, so all right, granted, maybe 
a government program that is out there that will teach you marketable skills is some program that we would look to 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 have. Maybe companies would say, you know, we need more workers to do this or that. So they, they give the opportunity for people to come in and, and work. But guess what? If you sit on your duff and if you don't take the advantages that are afforded you and you're afforded a lot of advantages in this country, then uh, I'm sorry, my empathy and sympathy goes down significantly because of well, that. Those government programs do not work. No. They do not work. Because people don't show up. They, they do not work. <laughs> if you take the hunger out of the equation, yep. if you give the money to somebody up front, mm-hmm. then you don't get the same result. You, they don't get the reward until they go to work. That's the reason government programs, half of our Votex, I'm sorry to say it, are paying people to go to school that have no intentions of ever getting a job. All right. A break. Final break. Final segment coming up. Six o'clock hour on the Dave Ellswick Show. Finish it up on uh, this six o'clock edition of the Dave Ellswick Show. Power panels here. Been a month since we convened the power panel. This is like getting the Avengers together. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just telling you. All right, we got Iverson Jackson here. We've got Artie Hopper here. We got Paul Calvert here. Artie, you always get mentioned second. That's what's good about sitting in the middle. Because <laughs> if I start to the left, you're second. If I start to the right, you're second. All right. It I don't. Never I don't say Iverson, <laughs> Paul, and RD or Paul. Uh, uh, you know, Art. Uh, Iverson and RD or whatever. I never change it you, up. You I run just, it through the middle. I go through the middle. From I one go side or the other. Uh. A through C, whether it's left or right, mm-hmm. just so you know, as far as that's concerned. Yeah. Look, we were just talking, and we were talking about people working. And I had made mention about crime because there's a correlation between poverty sure. and crime because mm-hmm. some people find it to their benefit to rob other people than to go work. They'd rather rob them than work them. And I had an old high school chum, uh, and I don't know if he's still alive or not. He doesn't talk to me anymore. Uh, he just doesn't send anything on my Facebook anymore because he couldn't believe that I was so conservative. When I moved down here, he got a hold of me and was like, wow, it's great to hear you here, blah, 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 until he heard what I believed. And then he didn't want me to be on the air anymore, basically, is what it came down to. And he, he used that. Well, if they can't, don't have a job, then they'll use a shotgun. And I said, here's the thing that you're missing. When you pick up the shotgun to try to take other people's stuff, you're liable to get shot back. Yeah, There's a big difference. You're putting your life on the line. I don't know too many people that go out to Caterpillar to work uh, during the day that are are putting their life on the line, so to speak, like that. I mean, I think you're stupid to do it that way. I had one son, he's, he's changed his ways now, but would work uh, as hard as he could to get around the law than he would do to just do what the law said and, and make money. It's the most stupidest thing I ever saw. And I used to bring it up to him, and he said, oh, you know, he didn't have any reasoning for doing it or anything. Now, now he's doing good. He. He learned a uh, marketable trade. He's a welder. He makes money. Oh, yeah. And he likes how much money he makes now. And he likes that he don't have to worry about looking over his shoulder for somebody coming up behind him and putting handcuffs on him. Right. But, but you, were well, right you, er- you were right earlier. You mentioned that with 
with poverty, theft can kind of tend to go up. And Proverbs even recognizes that. Mm-hmm. The, the, uh, at one point it says, remove far from me vanity and lies, give me neither poverty nor riches, feed me with food convenient for me, lest I be full and deny thee and say who is the Lord, or lest I be poor and steal and take the name of my God in vain. And so It the, goes back a long way, right. folks. And, and, <laughs> yeah. so, and that, that doesn't in any way justify theft if you're poor, but it is a reality. People who are 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 poor will, will tend to steal, Jesus, and, and they need accountability for that. You know, Jesus you, also yeah. said that the poor will always be with always you. An equal you. wage for everybody is not going to solve the problem. Yeah. I'm sorry. You know, ahead. one of the things Dr. King uh, was talking about, he made the correlation between poverty and crime. And, and what's missing, a lot of people missing, they talk about the civil rights, civil rights, civil rights. But Dr. King, the March on Washington, was the march for jobs. It was about jobs. He, he exactly. understood if you give a man an opportunity to work, if mm-hmm. a man has a job, he's not going to steal. You know, and, yes, and, there was some, the equality piece to it, but the march on Washington was a march for jobs. Right. And so he wasn't so, say, give us this, give us that. Right. No. And that's, that's the he thing. Said, give is us the same opportunity. Give everybody when else. government gets in the way and makes it so difficult for people to work. So a, a while back, I was, I was in a committee meeting. There was a welfare program going mm-hmm. up and I hate welfare. I spoke in favor of that blasted bill because of the fact of government coming along and making it nearly impossible for people to find work in so many different areas. It's like, dude, if you're going to make it impossible for people to work, you're going to have to take care of them. Yeah, that's the thing. Is that, and so I, it's kind I, of simple I, math. I use that opportunity to blast Republicans because they ain't got the guts to cut government and allow people to make an honest living. Mm-hmm. Living, and so if you can't make an honest living, living because government comes along and says you're not allowed to do that, you're going to steal. You're going to take it from people if you can't if if you're willing to work, but government says no. What else do you expect someone to yeah. do? Well, if you don't earn what you have, then you can't ever be happy. The sad mm-hmm. people of all these people that are on these welfare programs, they're not happy yeah. because they're not controlling their own destination. They're not putting in a hard day's work and seeing the reward of it. You know, besides the people being on the welfare program. Uh, we're having to hire counselors and get antidepressant drugs to buy for them also because you cannot be happy on yeah. that system. Well, you know, you never you never build any wealth, any family wealth if you're on a system where you don't you never own anything. You know, if you don't ever Sad. own a home, how do you live your whole life and never own a home? I mean, that's in, a, in America. Part, part of it well, is. But some people don't want to own they, a home. Maybe, I mean, well, that's, I understand that's maybe you choice. just want to rent they or whatever. Rent. But the bottom line right. is, if you want to, you can, you can. own a home you can in the United States. And so so that's that's what I mean by accumulating wealth. Because, you know, life is about accumulation. So you live a long time. You start accumulating you, you, uh, you, things. You, you, and stuff. you have stuff. And you have <laughs> something to pass on. As Scripture says, a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. So we're supposed to have enough wealth accumulated to pass on to our grandchildren, you know, and be two generations ahead rather than two generations behind. And there again, government gets in the way of that, too. Mm-hmm. You know, I was talking to a friend. Inheritance or, tax. And, right, well, that, that, well that, you have to make an awful lot of You have to have a lot of money for that to, to, to take effect. But, but even just like owning a home, a, a, a man I know. How much is a lot of money? That's a good question. It doesn't matter. 
Oh, yes, it does. Well, no, it does. But, it does. But, but the, but because the thing, Joe a lot, Biden says 400000 is not a lot. It's not a lot of money. Oh, oh. To, to who? You think about it. I don't know. It's a lot of money to me. And what's the average but, house, the average uh, cost of a, of a new home today, I think, is somewhere around 300000 Is it $300,000? Well, it's, it's, it's creeping that, up that, there. That's a lot of money for there a house to me. I mean, I, but, but, but so – and. I don't own one of those. <laughs> but, uh, well, you get averaged in. You bring the average down. Yeah, I bring it down. That's yeah. right. But, but so on, kind of on that vein, part of the reason I think why why housing is so stinking expensive mm-hmm. is because government gets involved. Absolutely. I, I know a guy out in, out in Virginia, I think, that oh, they had about 500 acres out there. But he was his family was there. His, his son had just gotten married. He's talking about southern Virginia. Sure not talking about well, and so, Virginia. so anyway, but he wanted to build a cheap house for his son. And then when they got when they, he and his wife got older, they were going to switch, because it, it makes sense for a young couple with maybe one kid to have a small house, and the older couple, want, or the parents later on can switch and move into the small they house. They want downsize. But government wouldn't let them build a small house. All right, that's all we got time for, Paul. Hold your powder until next week. <laughs> Okie doke. All right, Paul Calvert, Artie Hopper, and Iverson Jackson, guys, thank you very much for joining us today. See you all at 6 a.m. tomorrow morning on the Dave Ellsworth Show.